FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. I love this song. I haven't heard it. That's why I played it for you. Yeah, we've all been there. It's my favorite part. I really hate you. <laughs> That's good. That's a good song. Isn't that the best song? Alexa, stop it. Oh. I was just going to mute her, but okay. Bossy today. Wow. Well, it makes me think of that time when you were talking about having sex. You're like, Alexa, change this song. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes you just get it. Like I can't take it another second. Yes. Okay. So, (laughs) so that was the song. Yes. True love. True love by pink by pink, which I think is funny. Yeah, it is funny. And I I think we should print out the lyrics and I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Wait, are we recording? Yeah, we are. Uh, Yeah. You you were playing the song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're recording. Oh, shit, my line. I'm Sean Lee. I'm Monica. And we are the Two Wild Orchids, the place you come for sex and fun. And if you have been locked in the way we have, clearly (laughs) dementia has set in. We're like, oh, let's play pink. That'll be great. (laughs) I think it worked. I think it it totally works. Okay. The song is certainly appropriate. Okay. But I, I think it's appropriate because did you see on the news that some guy killed his wife in the UK? No. Okay. They're calling it self isolation killing. Oh, God. And I was like, wow. Come on, guys. First, yeah. So I think that there's a lot more fights going on than people are talking about. Oh, I mean, I mean, I can speak from experience over the last week. Yeah, it's not easy. We and haven't had one fight. What are you talking about? Shut up. <laughs> 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 yeah. And, you know, you're just together a lot more. And I think you're more dependent on one another because you don't want to really mix with other people. So, and then there's all this pressure to like, you can't really go out. You can't say, let's go to dinner or let's go meet up with friends or let's go to a happy hour and kind of diffuse some of that energy and hit the reset button. You're just like, okay, we've, I don't want to watch fucking Netflix anymore. Now what? <laughs> now we have sex. Okay. We already did that. Oh, <laughs> that's a good point. Um, like now, we've exhausted. Okay. All, we've watched I've, Netflix. I've, I've Bed, I've cooked, I've, we've cleaned. I was going to say, now we eat. Right. There's okay, <laughs> like all the basics, food, sex, and Netflix. Okay. <laughs> Is there anything left to life? Oh, God. I mean, exercise, but my partner doesn't really like to do cardio. So then I go, I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to go for a run, you know, and I, I leave him for an hour, which is good. And I go for a run and then I come back and that, that helps. And then he's still there with Netflix and food. Yeah. Or he'll go sun himself, like in the nude, which is actually kind of hot. We had that some, is that is nice. We had some good nude sunbathing sex. Re- I love nude sunbathing sex. I have I have envy right now. I you know I like it too, but then your back gets burned. He gets more sweaty than I do. Right, he's a man. I know, but it's kind of gross. <laughs> You know what's gross? Guys with no hair, like, okay, so as you know, I'm like not the bearded one, right? I yeah. don't like beards. But guys who are bald 
when you're having sex with them and it pours off their head and it's like that's Chinese what, water torture. That's what's happening. Oh, Chinese water torture. I'm out. Like you it's to, in my face. Like I need to be on top. Right. That's what I was going to say. If you're going to have sweaty sex, be on top. Ladies, are you listening? <laughs> because being underneath is, um, I mean, I just started laughing actually. It was kind of funny. I was just like, I, I, I can't. I can't you're do like, it. Get off of me. I just, <laughs> like it was really hot and animalistic for like, Five minutes. Five minutes. And now I'm like, okay, this is gross. <laughs> okay. I, your sweat got in my eyeball. Yuck. So yeah, I used to date a guy and, and every time, <laughs> like, if you can see me right now, I'm like touching my, my third eye because it was like doop, 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 doop. I was like, I can't, I can't do it. Please. Yeah. Could you put on like a headband? Like what are those, what are those um, from the 80s, the, the sweatbands? Oh, like Karate Kid. Who? Yeah, like the Karate Kid. Yeah. And you need to just tie that shit. Yeah. You got to have a plan. Like a big Japanese bandana to like... <laughs> Stay, you know, like stave off all the sweat. And we got in the shower and then I was like, let's just, let's just clean up. And then we had like, you know, part two. And that then you had fun. happy sex. That was good. That was so much better. So much better. All right. Well, so, but, but let's talk about fights. Okay. Yeah. Good idea. I want to talk about fights. Okay. Because okay. right it now. It is a sex podcast. It know. is a sex podcast. <laughs> and sometimes there's nothing hotter than makeup sex. Mm. Oh, that's true. Right. But I think we should talk about makeup sex. Okay. It's not supposed to be hot and sweaty. Well, maybe it is. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I was just going to say, I like kind of threw me for a loop on that one. I was like, okay, but if you've, if you, okay, so what I wanted to kind of cover, and, and maybe you've had this happen, is that when I fight with one of my partners, it takes a minute for me to get over it. Oh, I, okay, I am following now. Yes, I do agree. And actually, yes, I can totally agree with that. And I had an argument with my partner a couple of days ago. Oh, want the details. No, no, no details. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Well, I mean, actually, it was just a normal fight. You know, it's just like little stuff that starts... Because you're bound together in this house. Yeah, it was, it was literally like two days ago. And I just think we'd spent four days together. You know, you're just like irritated. You're sick of each other. And I'm, I'm so ready to be working again. You know, there's all this pressure. I think we're all worried about money. We're all worried about all these things that are hanging. And there's nothing we can do about it, right? We have no control over this. Right. So you feel a little out of control. Anyway, we had this little spit spat. It wasn't a big deal, but we had sex. We had makeup sex. And he wanted to have this really like, it was almost like, I wouldn't say it was like a hate fuck. <laughs> a grudge fuck? <laughs> but it was a little angry. Like, I call those grudge fucks. Like, I'm going to fuck you so hard. I'm so mad at you. Yeah. And yeah. like, I think there's a time and a place for that, but not for me, run after an argument. I want to have contact. I want to connect again. I want to make eye contact. I want it to be kind of romantic. And so I was like, eh-eh. Yeah, men, if you're listening, right? She's right. We are, we're delicate flowers. What is it you did on that one podcast with that guy? Something about the petals. You can't force a petal open. You cannot open. force the petals of a flower open. Right, that's what I'm saying. So if you're, if let, let's be clear. We are emotional creatures. Yeah. Even when we're really logical Ugh. businesswomen, we're emotional creatures. And if we have a fight with you, fucking A, we're still mad when you call us back. Yeah, that's true. Even though you guys are over it. Seemingly, yeah. seemingly, seemingly, I don't over understand it. that. Well, okay, so so full disclosure, Monica and I called our a couple of partners while we were discussing this because we want to know what's <laughs> in your God for loving brains. Okay, <laughs> here's the deal: we're not over it. Yeah. So when we have, so so what we talked about was like you have a fight, you know, you've had this argument, and then we didn't talk for the rest of the day. He okay. went his way and I went my way. Okay. And the entire day, I tried not to think about it, but, you know, I'm still stewing. Mm-hmm. And there really wasn't... Thinking a, of all the things you should have said. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't a lot of resolution. 
And then I didn't talk to him that night. Like, and it's rare that we don't do that. We, we actually hardly ever do that. So I was like, oh, this is a bigger deal than I thought. Well, the first thing in the morning, he calls me and he's like, hey, what's going on? You're like, hello. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean what's going on? Like, I'm still pissed. And now we didn't talk last night. And, you know, I'm irritated. We still haven't talked about it. We still haven't had resolution. So I was- And here- you act like there's nothing wrong. Yeah. And so I'm really short on the phone. I'm just like giving him one word answers. I mean, he can clearly tell that I am like still not a happy camper. Totally glosses over it. Okay. Could he tell or was he- Okay, here's my question. Oh, he could tell. Okay, so 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 that's that's where I'm at, right? Men, feel free to chime in in our Facebook group about this right. because this is a good question. Can you really tell she's pissed and you're glossing over it, or are you just that fucking oblivious? I I mean, I think I make it pretty. I think I do. I'm like, hello. <laughs> I, I can tell okay. already. Like, are you fine? <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. Fine. Right. <laughs> like every answer is just like zero energy and hard edged. Right. I mean, uh, I'm not fine. I'm fine. I think he knew. Well, so I said to him, you know, he asked me a question, like some ridiculous question, like, well, so, you know, what are, what are you going to wear today? <laughs> Something just, just to make conversation. And I was like, really? <laughs> really? All pretense is gone. Right. Like uh, now I'm done playing. Like, really, this is what we're going to talk about. You really want, you really want to know what I'm wearing today. Is that, is that a real question? And he was is like, that what you said? Yes. Okay. And he was like, well, let's just pause. <laughs> let's just pause. Okay. This is how to make a man defensive 101. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Oh, oh, I'm horrible. I'm, I'm terrible at this. Well, I was pissed. So, I, I'm not objecting to your being pissed. I've been pissed before. Like, I'm not saying I'm good at this stuff, you know? So anyway, uh, he was like, well, yeah, no. And I was like, I mean, are we really just going to not talk? Like, are we going to pretend we didn't have a fight yesterday? Yeah, like, do you really do? And he was like, well, that was yesterday. Okay. And so <laughs> let's pause here because when we called a couple of my partners, that's what all of you stupid men said. <gasps> Don't say stupid men. Okay, look, I love men. You can't men. say stupid men. Yes, I can. Because <laughs> sometimes you're just stupid. I love I'm you. Sure they agree. I'm sure they probably look, feel I the love, same way. I love me some men. I love, I love men. But sometimes, guys, come on. Mm. How do you not know she's pissed? And if you know she's pissed... Don't act like you don't know she's pissed. Yeah. Because all you do is piss us off more. And I'm sure it pissed him off that I couldn't just let it go. You know, why can't... I'm sure he was sitting there like, stupid woman, like, here I am just pretending like nothing, and you got to cling on to the... The point of the argument. Yeah. For me, there was just no resolution. I just wanted to hear... So, So anyway, so we got to this icky point in the conversation, and I said, I'm not doing this on the phone. I don't, for you. I don't like doing this on the phone. So, and he was like, well, I kind of was just going to take the day to myself. And then that, I mean, the whole thing just started, <laughs> oh, it just started snowballing. I was like, fine. Why did you call me if you were going to take the day to yourself? <laughs> That's what I <laughs> That's exactly what I said. And he was like, well, I was just calling to see how you were. I knew you were a little. Upset. How do you think I am? Right. So anyway. I said, you know what? Look, I'm mad on your behalf. Look, I'm fighting for you. <laughs> so I was like, fine, go do your thing. That's fine. Just go do your thing. I don't care. Now I'm like, I don't care. Now I'm like, before I cared, now I don't care. Right. <laughs> so, so I just clearly, hung up. I let clearly him do she his doesn't thing. care. I let him, right. I don't care at all. So I let him go do his thing. And then he did call me maybe, I don't know, a couple hours later. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? 
still mad. I'm coming over. Well, I was a little bit better, but not much. I was still pretty chill, chilly, chilly on the phone. And so then he was like, well, listen, I'm, I just wrapped up, you know, whatever, and I'm going to come over. And I was like, okay, so this is like, okay, I feel like he's coming over to my side. You know, he's giving me what I want, you know, and he did it in a like, I'm coming over. You know, like, <laughs> can I pause you again? I'm sorry. So men, as I'm trying to, to, to decode girls for you here, I hope you're listening to this. Okay. When he said, I'm coming over, what she heard was, I'm coming over to fix the problem we're having. Right. <laughs> Let's be clear on what this means to us. Yes, that is true. Well, he did come over and he sat down. He's like, okay, fine. So I'm here. Motherfucker. You wanted to talk. I would stab him with a butter knife if he came over and went, okay, fine, I'm here. I'm telling you, you the fact that he lives is a testament to Monica's good nature. Okay. Uh, oh, so anyway, and we did talk. I don't know that it really got us anywhere, which then, of course, got me thinking, because then we just started getting back into the argument again. Right, so I call that, so there's been interesting things. So one time I was going on vacation with one of my partners, and it was 4 o'clock in the morning, and we were actually coming to Florida because we lived in Oklahoma. And I don't know what he said, and I don't know what I said, but within 20 seconds, we were in a fight at four o'clock in the morning on our way on vacation. And I said, okay, we're not going, we were going to go to a girlfriend's birthday party. And it was like two days later. I said, we are going to go be alone, just me and you, because we have a dynamic dance problem. Like I take two steps forward, you take two steps back, and we're off and running in a fight. So we got to change the dance here. Yeah. Right. And that's what it sounds like is that you guys got back into an old dance. Yeah, I think that like a lot of couples, and I, I see this in my friends all the time, and I am constantly saying, you can't try to be right in an argument because when you're trying to be right, number one, you're not listening to what the other person is saying. And number two, you're so wrapped up in your argument trying to be right about it that y'all are missing like the bigger point. But, you know, do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. It's very difficult when I'm in an argument. <laughs> <laughs> I've had an argument with you before. I know for sure that's true. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's not a great... Did you see how I was right there? I, I really appreciate you. <laughs> I think that's what I'm supposed to say right now. <laughs> We've had one argument. I know, but, but, it was, but it was a fun argument for us. It was? Maybe. Which, which argument? Wait, what? It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm lost. It's all right. That's because she's, she's in fight mode. She's right. You're right, Monica. You no, went, I'm not right. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. It's, all, it's fine. Okay. The point of this is when guys, <laughs> guys, I'm not going to edit that out. When you guys, guys, when you fuck up, all right, and let's be clear, we're loving souls. We're gentle souls. Can we be assholes? Yes. Can we be difficult? Yes. Can we be demanding? Yes. At the end of the day, you want to get along with us as much as we want to get along with you. Well, I would say that's true. I mean, Seriously. So makeup sex is important. Yes. And it can be super hot, but it can't be super hot to start with. Well, maybe it can. I don't, for some people, but for me, I mean, I, well, I don't know. You know. I don't think so. I think that girls in I general, think for a while, I mean, I could see, maybe because we didn't really resolve anything, maybe that's why he wanted to, you know, he doesn't want to connect. And that's what he said, because he figured it out, because I, oh. I stopped everything. Wait, wait, we need the story here. So you guys make up sort of, and then you we make up, up sort bed. of, yeah. Up. I mean, it was fine. We, we got to the point where we were like, okay, we're not going to we, get anywhere. We conceded. We conceded. He said, you know, because that's, he said, what do you want? What do you want to hear? And I said, what I'd like to hear is I'm sorry for saying X. And, you know, and then, and so when you finally start to meet in the middle is when you start making some headway. And I think we just ended it there. We, we ended on a high note. Okay. And then we went out and we had, we went out on the patio and we, you know, hung out and just reached Chinese water torture. 
<laughs> no, that was the day before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, when we started to have sex, it was just very kind of, yeah, it was like, I don't want to say it was rough. It's, it wasn't like painful. It was just very like, I could just tell he was in his own bubble mm-hmm. and that is not where I wanted to be. And so, yeah, halfway through, I was just like, hey, can we just pause for a moment? And he came up for air, you know, looked mm-hmm. at me and was like, what's up? Everything cool? And I was like, no, not really. Good. Good I, for you. You know, this, I don't, I feel like our energy is really wonky and I'm not liking this connection. And he was like, oh, okay. And we stopped and we took showers and then we talked about it. And he was like, I think you're mad because I didn't want to connect. And I was like, well, I'm not mad, but it's just not what I wanted. I'm mad on your behalf. Like I'm mad on your behalf. He just wasn't there though. I, okay, I can't then, get mad at him. You can't take your dick out. Why? He just had a different idea in his head as to, you know, what he wanted. He, maybe he was still mad. Well, then he shouldn't act a chipper on the phone. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's not a bad point. Okay. <laughs> He's the one who called, acted like nothing was wrong. That's true. Okay. Then that means that when you show up, you have to be consistent in that. Mm. Right? If you're going to be mad, say you're mad and leave it at the mad. But, if, but don't act like everything's fine and then you apologize and then you're going to act all like, oh, I don't want to connect. We want to connect. We're, yeah. we're let, going back to, I think I said this in one of our very first podcasts. So I don't think sometimes men understand what it takes to, for us to have sex. We have to open our legs and open our bodies mm-hmm. and let you into our bodies, which means lots of barriers have to come down to get us there. And that's why I wasn't into it because I, I still had my barriers up. And then when he wasn't making eye contact and I just felt like a hole, I was like, you know, this is just more of like, I, this is just not good for me right now, you know? No, and I agree. I, and, and I, I wouldn't normally stop something like that, but, uh, you know, I was like, eh, I just, I'm not into it. All right. So the takeaway then is if you're going to have a fight, you should make up almost a hundred percent fully before you have the sex so that the sex can be what you want it to be, whether it's animalistic. But what whether if you can't, like in our case, we got to a point where it was like, uh, you know, I don't know that there was, I told you I read that book. Mm-hmm. Which I'm gonna I'm gonna link it in the comments because I'm a, I got to tell you, as somebody who's done relationship coaching for a really long time, I was embarrassed I hadn't read it earlier. Quite frankly, oh the uh, how to get the love get how to get the love you want yeah. from Harville Hendricks and Helen, and mm-hmm. you know I knew enough about that book just to be dangerous and enough about it to not know anything. And the more that I read it, I swear I'll read that book a hundred times. So I'll link it in the comments. I read it a long time ago. I, it, they've, they've updated it in uh-huh. like, two, in like they wrote it in like the nineties and they've updated it in like 2013. And um, I read the updated version and I learned enough about me in that book to go, wow. Well, this is certainly a good time to read a new book. Right. And it's a good time, especially if you're locked up with somebody for you both to read it. I was going to say, you could read it to your partner or take turns, read yes. a chapter a night. You know, that's yeah. a great idea. And in the back of the book, it's got um, exercises and it's available on Ooh. Kindle and it's available on Audible and it's got exercises that you do together. And like one of the, like one of the first exercises, which I think is amazing, is you take, um, I think an hour and you write down what your vision for the relationship is. Mm. as though it's happening. I'm in a loving relationship with an appreciative partner, for example, right? And you write your vision and then you compare your two visions. Oh, that could be scary. But you compare it in a way, <laughs> but you compare, but everything you write has to be positive. Oh, okay. The, yeah, that's kind of the, the point of it is everything has to be positive. And then together you, <laughs> that's the like point of be it. Like, I see myself with a hot <laughs> supermodel. <laughs> I'm with a billionaire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So you put things that are realistic and, and, and positive and 
good. And then you put them together and you kind of just work through and then you rank them of the things that are important to you. Okay. So like, let's say it was important to you that you're with a good provider. Like I'm making stuff up as I go, right? I gotcha. And so that's number one on your list. And maybe his is, I'm married to a supermodel. We have a problem, <laughs> Houston, right? But, but, you, but you put those together and you, you put the ones that matter the most and then the ones that are completely distant hmm. and you mark them. So that together you're creating this vision for what you want your relationship to go forward. Like I want to be married to somebody who likes to have sex. Right. Right. I want to be married to someone who's sexually adventurous. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to schedule sex. All of those things that, that surround that. And, and I think that, I think that's, and it was interesting because in a conflict with my partner recently, although um, we, he's traveling, so, you know, we're not together, but uh, in the course of the argument, here's what he did. Are you ready? I'm so ready. It was so dirty. What? He said, do you remember when we first met? I was like, really? I'm mad at you. Like, Wait, why? Because it took, you know what? It diffused the argument. Let me say this. But later on, I went back and I was like, fucker. <laughs> okay. But I don't understand why that would make you mad. It did, well, it didn't make me mad in the moment. But later on, I went and went, oh, he was just trying to distract me. <laughs> I mean, I did have that moment. I don't know that that's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing until I looked back on it with that 2020 vision of hindsight. But in the moment, you know, I'm like, well, you know, I don't even remember what we were God, I feel like about. that's a really, like, smart move. It was brilliant. Right? Like, that's almost kind of... To buy, blah, blah, blah. What's the word I'm looking Diabolical. It, that's what I mean by it. There you go. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. It was diabolical because here I am annoyed with him for whatever it was I was annoyed about. And we're having this conflict. And out of the blue, he says, do you remember we met? Which is going to give you the feels. It totally gave me the feels. I was like, yeah. I think this is really smart. I might have to write this down. I got to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> guys, write this down if you want to be diabolical. And you just kind of want to. And it did. It did diffuse the tension. I'm sure. Now, I went back later <laughs> and refinished my argument because I had to be right. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> okay. But I want to talk about something that, because I think it's fun to talk about, is, is I want to talk about the care bone. Talk, you talk about the care bone. I don't know anything about the care bone other than you said you don't have one. No, I have a care bone. Oh, okay. Who has no care no, bone? I, when I was having the argument with my guy, he said that in the middle of the argument, I would like to point out this was like at the height. We weren't yelling or anything, but he was like, the care bone is broken. The care bone is broken. Care- I, I swear I think of Care Bears when you say that shit. A little <laughs> rainbow. My, my care Imagine one in like a cast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The reason I want to bring this up is because it made me think of if guys are jealous. Like sometimes guys get jealous or we, yep. and I'm, I say guys, but I should be clear. Sometimes women as well. We get jealous and stupid. All right. And if we're locked in with somebody, we get really stupid and our care bones get broken. I love the language of that, by the way. So a couple of years ago, I did a whole thing versus caring versus minding. Okay. Okay. So check it out. So caring to me means I care about your well-being. I care that you are healthy. I care that you are loved. I care about your physical body and your emotional health. Mm-hmm. Minding is different. I think his mind bone was broken, by the way. What's the minding? So minding says, I'm like, let's pretend, and I'm making this up to be very clear. Let's pretend that the argument you guys were having was you dating another guy. Like, I'm just making this shit okay, up. Okay, sure, okay. whatever. And he's jealous, right? I honestly don't even remember what we argued about. Okay, that's why I couldn't remember either what we <laughs> were arguing about. That's how important it was. Clearly, it was, a, it was a diabolical, important fight. But So I'm making <laughs> this up. So let's say that the discussion is... Um, about jealousy, for example, right? Mm-hmm. And he's jealous because you're dating another guy as mm-hmm. well, okay? Um, then it's not the question of whether or not he cares about you, because he does. If he didn't, he wouldn't be jealous. Right. But it's whether or not he minds your behavior. Okay. Do you see what I mean? No. 
Okay, so I can <laughs> I can care about someone and not mind that they're that they're. Oh oh. You see what if you I'm separate kind of... the two, the caring versus minding. I think it's such an important distinction for couples because when couples say, "I don't care what you do," yes, you do. You do care what I do. You just are saying you don't mind what I do, even if it's what you mind. But I don't even believe that. I mean, he's saying the care bone is broken, and I'm like, bullshit. Okay, so let's, and I do think he minds. Okay, that's but my it's point. just his freaking stupid defense mechanism, mechanism, and he's like, I don't care. Like, didn't hurt, right? But the point <laughs> I'm trying to make is, if couples come up with a dialogue of caring versus minding, maybe it wouldn't feel so hard. In other words, he's like, I don't mind what you do. That has a that has a definition and a, and a statement that's far different than mm-hmm. I don't care about you. That's true. That right? is true, and and it's a little less harsh harsh yeah that's true as we're trying to give tips for making it easier Mm. if if couples can delineate what does caring mean in the relationship and what does minding mean in the relationship like i was i was uh, working with a client yesterday and he loves his wife loves her to pieces Mm -hmm. and they're poly and so they're having their growth in that but what his biggest thing is is she leaves dishes in the sink oh my god this happened to my i i wanted to kill my i had an ex that we that's all we thought about okay i don't understand so yeah okay but what i said to him was i said okay he's like he's like i just he's like she doesn't care about me because she knows this is important to me and she keeps leaving dishes in the sink Mm. yeah that's how it feels okay (laughs) but but it's it's really a question of she doesn't mind the dishes being in the sink right whether or not she cares about you is irrelevant yeah right that's true right so i just think if people can kind of establish that as their as their foundation but then what do you do with the dishes in the sink because that's because then i would get resentful because i'd be like now i have to do the dishes that's exactly what he said so then do you just leave them there for a week because i tried that and that just pissed me off even more here's what i said what you should be grateful oh i love it (laughs) i did so true i said you should be grateful she's got dishes in your sink because the options are she could have dishes in somebody else's i don't knock it off i yeah, no, you're right. You're so right. And what we focus on is, you know, what we feel. Exactly. So, yeah, but it does become really irritating. You can also ask your partner, right? And this is because I actually had to talk to somebody about it because it was literally blowing us up. Like we were having fights Well, all it's the time. blowing them up and I said, stop it. Yeah, so you can ask your partner, hey, could you get around to doing those dishes tonight? And like 90% of the time when I said it really nicely to him, like not with any angst or resentment or anything, he'd be like, yeah, of course. Okay, so that brings up a really interesting question because what what he, what happened with them was um, she ended up that particular day uh, getting up early, making her breakfast to go to work, and then came in and kissed him goodbye. And she's like, "I made breakfast, and you can't even tell." And she was really proud of herself. Okay. And I was like, "You better love on that. You better climb in her lap because she's a physical touch person." I'm like, "You better climb in her lap and pet her back and rub her from head to toe when she gets home mm. because she clearly knows this is important to you." And she made the effort. And, mm-hmm. and so that has to be rewarded too, behavior, right? But I think that it, it's the option of feeling bad because the dishes are in the sink or feeling good that you have this person who loves you and who's right. doing and, this social isolation with you. And I, I do agree with that because I would have moments where I would just be filled. I would literally, he would get up before I did. He would go to work at like 5.30 in the morning. I would sleep until 7. And I would get up and he would be long gone. And then I would, the first thing I would do is go to the sink. And I would you know, some days the dishes would be done. Other days it would just be there for me to do. Like I'm a freaking maid. But what if they weren't leaving it for you to do? This is what I tried to explain to him. Cause he said the, by the way, he said the exact same thing yeah. yesterday. No, I me. think this is really common. Um, and, and I think it's probably far more common with everybody being tied into cramped spaces because it doesn't matter how big your house is at this point in the game. So true. If you're locked in with somebody 
they're going to do something. Not only that, we're all eating six times more than we normally Right, so there's a lot more dishes. I, know, I am. I mean, I can't stop eating. Oh, you and me both. I, yeah. I had to finally break down and get body beach body on demand so that there's something happening at my house. Oh, how's that going? I love it. I got to really? tell you, I have, they're not even paying me to say this. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> they should it's, be. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it, it's got all of these programs, all of these choices, and they have recipes. Really? Which they didn't, like back in the day when I got T25, which I loved, by the way. Right. With the discs, this, it comes to your computer, it comes to your TV, it comes to anywhere you want it. Your so you phone. watch it on the TV and you I just... watch it on the TV, I do it in my house, and then they have this nutrition and they have these little shake recipes. They have all this stuff that they didn't have before. They've That's... come a long way. It's like a hundred bucks a year. Okay. For a year. Yeah. What does that come out to? Like, don't make me do the math. <sighs> Is it like $10 a month or something? No, it'd be, it's less than that because it'd be $120 a year if it was $10 a month. See, look at you doing math. Clearly, we are not mathematicians. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we, we get it. It was 100 a year. But so what does it entail? Like what kind of, is it an interval it, training or what is it's it? It's everything. If you want to do strength training, if you want to do oh, cardio so you get a training, choice if you want to do things. dancing, like I... Oh. Oh, yeah. And one of them was like Timbaland's um, put your hands up at the end after you learned the dance routine. So it's like... All of a sudden, I can go to the club. And I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it was sexy. And so I thought it was fun. And so they, and like, even if you like country music, there's country dancing. That's nice. Oh, yeah. that's kind of cool. So you can learn You can learn this new. stuff private in your house. That's what I mean. When you are cooped and up with somebody. And it's called what? Beachbody? It's Beachbody On Demand. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's good stuff. Okay. I've, I've, I've been pleased. So my point is, is that if we're going to fight with our partners, there's a lot of fun ways to do it where you don't have to. It doesn't have to be ugly. Fun fighting. Fun fighting. Oh, that let's, let's hashtag fun fighting. I don't know. You don't think so? No, no. I mean, hey, I'm, I'll, I'm new. I'm open to anything because fighting sucks. Yes. I mean, for me, like, that's the other thing is I feel like he can get over it so quickly and he's just moved on. Like, okay, it's done. I'm done dealing with that. I'm, As was and, evident by the makeup sex. Yeah. And just puts it in like a little part in his brain. He's like, eh, it's done. And I am like still chewing on it. You know, we have a lot of people who are active in our Facebook group right now. And guys, I would love you to chime in on this. I'll post, I'll post a question in when I post the episode because I just, I think that this, this matters, right? Do you really get over it that fast or are you just faking it? Or I think they compartmentalize and they just have that ability to take that thing and stick it in that little box that we've talked about and then stick it in the attic in their brain. And rub it up with tape and set it on fire and push it off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, everything's all connected. My spaghetti brain is like, you know, everything. It's still, uh, but, and I have to fight it. You know, I have to consciously be like, okay, stop, you know? Right. So, so when, when I went to counseling years and years ago, um, and this is really good for people to know, they told me the number one word, word to start to start a fight. Do you know what the number one word to start a fight is? You. Nope. <laughs> but that's a good guess because it's three letters. <laughs> That was a good guess. Uh, Three-letter word starts fight every time. You was a super guess, by the way. It's right because it sounds very cute story. You did this, yeah, Blech. right. I don't know. Go. Why? Really? Yep, that's what the therapist told me. The number one way to start a fight is to have a conversation. Just, why did you do this? Why did you go here? Why oh, were God, you doing I, that? I, why? 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 I think I do that. I did for a long time. That's why he told me. <laughs> All right. So what's the anti? Well, I think word? I think you know I think it's it's coming from that curiosity space. So I always like to like because I've really tried to stop saying why because mm -hmm. it is a hard word. Why did you do this? Because I thought it was a good idea right. at the time. No, it does put someone on the defense right away. Right, exactly. Because you're having to explain yourself or right. defend yourself. So I always think about like the statement of help me understand this. Okay. And I feel like that's softer. Now, mm -hmm. you'd have to ask my partners if they agree, but I feel like it's softer to say, help me understand how we got here. 
or help me understand what you were thinking when this happened. Mm-hmm. Like, like take me down the path that we got to right here. I would agree with that. I think that's softer. Don't know, maybe I'll try that. I'm not very soft in an argument. No, me neither. Yeah, I'm, I'm tough. I'm working at it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. And so, you know, and then you know Gottman's work, John Gottman, and you know he has that thing called the soft startup. And oh, tell know, me that. I know, I know his work, but I'm not familiar with that term that much. You know, I, I don't. All I know is that like the success of an argument and ultimately a relationship, you know, is not based on how often you fight. So there are couples that have very successful relationships that fight all the time. It's the way that you fight. And the couples that have what he calls a soft startup, which is kind of like what you're talking about, you know, it's not accusatory. It's like, hey, I'm struggling with understanding how we got here or, you know, there, and, and then there are a bunch of different examples. And he has, he's really an incredible, I mean, I, we haven't really talked about John Gottman at all, but I love his work, his relationship work, but yeah, you got to have a soft startup. And the couples that had the hard startup, which is probably more like me, mm-hmm. is just because you leave, you don't leave your partner any room. You've already put them in a corner and the corner makes them react and react in a defensive way. And if that person's being defensive, then guess what? You're going to react back in the same way. And now you guys are having this, you know... A who's ex- right argument. Yes, explosive, defensive argument as opposed to your way of doing it, which is like, hey... I really want to understand where you're coming from. Can you explain it to me? And then shutting up. That's the secret. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because right. I think we all do that. We're like, wah, wah, wah. you know, like, just, yeah, help me understand how you got here. What were you thinking? Da, 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 da. You can find a whole lot of ways to say why. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Um, you know, I love Gottman's work. It's, I'll, and I'll link some things in the comments, both to, to Harville's book and, and to Gottman's work. But one of the things, and I don't know if you know this, that Gottman does that has made him legendary is that he can predict divorce with a 94% rate. It's insane. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It has to do with touches. Did you know this part? Well, so he has like a love, yeah, he has like a love lab and he hooks couples up to, you know, and he's done, he's done this for over 30 years now, but yeah, basically like your heart rate and, you know, all of your, uh, you know, it's, it's the bids that, that you make with your partner that are really important, right? Like, yeah, so, it's like a five to one ratio yes. if, if for every, so if you say one negative thing to your partner, Yep. You, they call that a touch, right? A negative touch. And then you have to balance that with five positive touches. And it doesn't have to be he physical touch. He calls it a bid. Okay, see, I've, I've got, I read it, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, bids, touches. The point is, is that five things that have to be positive. That is right. Whether it's a compliment, whether it's a touching of her hair, whether exactly. it's a kiss. Whatever it is you do, washing the dishes, yep. right? Those five positive things are what you need to balance that one negative thing you said. That's right. So and the by God, don't survive. say negative stuff. <laughs> or balance it out. You know, you, I know this is, you know, everybody's probably heard of that analogy before, but he has the analogy of the, the bank account. You know, you mm-hmm. have to make five deposits to be able to take one withdrawal. Yes. And that's the difference. Because you got to leave money in the bank. Yeah. That's the difference between the couples that sustain through tough times and the couples that don't. Right. It's a five to one ratio. So be thinking about that when you are cooped up with your lover. You got to f- be filling that tank. I mean, this is, uh, to me, yep. this is such an ideal time to fill that love tank so much, like get things done that they've been asking you to do. My, my best mm. friend um, is frustrated with her partner right now because she wants a, this hanging swing day bed hung outside of her, her, her door. And she's got this gorgeous home and he's like digging in his heels. I'm not doing it. And so last night she called me and she's so upset with him because she's like, why won't he do it? And I said, yeah, I, I don't, there must be more to that. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he doesn't like being told what to do. Maybe he is, who knows? Right. Just put the, and, and so I think that's true of 
when there's garages to be cleaned, things to be hung, all these honeydews around the house. Guys, I don't think you understand. If you do these things, your life gets so easy. Mm-hmm. Ladies, I mean, you, I think so. If, 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 I've needed, if I've needed a porch swing hung up and I come home one day from work or come home from the grocery store because I can't go anywhere and the porch swing is hung up, you're getting laid. Yeah, I, I would, I mean, I would probably agree with that. I mean, I live alone, so it's, you know, I have to take care of my projects and I can tell you that I've been really, really lazy about getting, I know there are a lot of projects around here that I have ample time now to do. And for some reason, I've been really putting them off. Um, I think part of that is that this whole being cooped up inside, I think it's really depressing, like in a low grade way. So like, I'm not sleeping all day. I'm not like crying and wandering around my house <laughs> from room That's to room. That's how I found her today, sucking her thumb, <laughs> carrying a teddy bear. <laughs> like a little <laughs> care bear with a broken arm. <laughs> <laughs> like wringing my hands and just crying. No, but I do think that being socially isolated and the worries of everything else can be have a somewhat depressive kind of effect. And we don't feel as motivated to go do those things. I've had a really hard time. And sometimes not every day, like yesterday I was really productive, but like this morning I had a bunch of stuff to do and all I wanted to do was just get sucked into the TV. So, but I think there's, I think there's twofold to that. I think you're right. I think there's the opportunity to kind of go, ah, but I think the other side of it is to cut yourself a break. Mm -hmm. Because the bottom line is you can't go anywhere. No. So you can beat yourself up about the fact that you're not doing anything at home or you can find a way to fill that love tank yeah. and you can find a way to... Well, and it might be an opportunity to actually, maybe he doesn't want to build the swing. Maybe if she actually offered and said, hey, let's do this together. You know, I may not be like the best with tools, but I can, you know, entertain or I can hold this or I can go get that tool or whatever. Maybe we do it together. You know, maybe he doesn't want to do it because it feels like a task. Hmm, you know, or it feels like a, look at that. or it feels like a chore instead of something that they can actually do together and bond together on, you know, and, and that's what I, that's why I drag my heels because I, I love doing projects together. You know, if you had come over today and said, Hey, let's go repair the fence in the donkey pen, which needs to get done. You know, that's not a difficult project for me to do, but me doing it alone as like, rocket ugh. science for me, by the way. I'll hold the, I'll hold the <laughs> hammer or something or I'll yeah. be your tool bitch. But. Right. No, and that would be great. I would totally go out there and do it with you right now. But do I want to go out there and do it alone? No, I, you know, I don't, I'm just not super motivated to go out and do this chore by myself. Okay, you that know? makes sense. So, I, don't that, know. I, will, just, I will suggest that to her. I'm, I have more of a guy perspective just because I do have this farm that I, you know, have to uphold and I'm constantly doing that. And I don't have a guy to rely on to do that stuff with me. But when I am dating a guy, I like it when we do it together. Okay, so it's interesting that you that you talk about doing it as a project because one of the things that happened is I was talking to my partner about the fact that he is not wanting to hang this swing up. And uh, I said, so I think I'm going to go over there and help her. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. Here's what he said. Don't, please. $150 for a handyman. It's much better than you and her doing it together. But yeah. I think that's because we have a JJ's. He doesn't think we can do it. Well, you can't. And I don't mean that in a, in a <laughs> I know that sounds terrible, but... It sounds so sexist. Well, it does, but listen to me. Wait, this from the woman, hold on, before you say that, this from the woman who just said, <laughs> I live on a farm by myself. I know, but I have more of a knowledge of like, actually <laughs> like power tools. I have like four skill saws in my garage and like a miter saw. Like that's So all. we need you to help us with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, but that's like actually a really big, 
that's a big project. That is not a simple thing. Not, not only does it have to bear your weight, but you have to anchor it in the, if you don't you anchor it. You gotta go that, up in the attic. Yeah, and it has to be anchored correctly because if it's not, you guys will like fall and Crash. die. I mean, it's, and it's heavy. It's like, you know, it's like, oh. I would say that would not be my starter project for my partner. <laughs> that's a big project, you know, to pick something little. Tell her to pick something smaller. When we ask you to do a project, whether it's men versus women or women versus men, whatever the project is, right? Um, we don't think it's that big a deal when we ask you to do it. It's well, a big deal for us to do it. Yes. But we don't think it's a big deal for you to yes. do it. Yes. And, and maybe so maybe there's could, that perception. Well, maybe she could use your technique and say, help me, help me to understand why you don't want to do this project. She might be surprised at the answer. I said that to her yesterday. Oh. I was like, but she said, he just doesn't want to do it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there's got to be a, there's a reason. That's what I said as well. I said, there must be a reason. There's a reason. reason. Yeah. So, so, but I think if he does it, he'll get sex. (laughs) He might. I'm just saying. I don't know that there's a guarantee on that. At the end of the day, everybody wants to connect. That is true. Right. Whether it's sexually or whether it's, if you can't have sex for whatever reason, um, there's a lot of things you can do to boost the affection and fill up your bank account. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say making more deposits right now is even more important than ever since you know we're all Cooped struggling up. I think well not I mean I'm not like I said I mean I'm not I'm I'm choosing to focus on the fact that this isn't going to be for much longer and you know I'm choosing to to focus on the we things. could be Anne Frank I, you know, okay. I saw there's like a, I know she survived in an attic for for like 700 and some odd days suck yeah. it up buttercup yeah this is you know I mean whatever you choose to focus on is going to be and and so I'm choosing to focus on what I know for sure today and that is I'm healthy everyone I know so far has been healthy we can still get food you know life is on hold, but it's not going to be this way forever. There is an end to this. There is. That's exactly right. That's yeah. a great attitude to have. Yeah. Because, yeah, and when we get done with this, we're all going to be in a stress space of catch-up. Mm-hmm. So this is more important for you to get those bank account deposits, I think. Yeah. So you've got, some, you've got some street cred in there. And not only that, you know, there will be a silver lining out of this for everyone. 100,000%. You know? Exactly. Whether it means like you started your beach body or, you know, I mean, everybody was will be Monica different. gets her fence fixed. <laughs> get her fence fixed, exactly. <laughs> you know, there, there are all kinds of things like when we pop out on the other end of this, I really hope we hold on to you know, remembering what it was like when we couldn't go out and we weren't able to socialize. Like how awesome is happy hour going to be? <laughs> right. Now that we can socialize, we're like happy hour for everybody. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I have is in terms of fighting and, and, and conflicts in your relationship, you know, obviously keep your hands to yourself unless it's loving. Yeah. And hang in there, everybody. This will be over eventually. We'll be talking to you at Christmas going, it's got to end sometime. <laughs> oh, God, don't say that. In the meantime, you know, try to have some good sex. Don't try not to fight too much. I don't know. Right? And if you're going to fight, make the makeup sex connected makeup sex. I, I would think say... that's what you're objecting to. Yeah. Disconnect. Not only... Right. Not only, you know, don't just fuck me after... I mean, unless that's what I want. I don't know. I, but that's just not... Try and read the moment. Like, maybe it would have worked for me if he had connected or tried to connect with me in some way before that happened. So, right. you know, if there had been some kind of loving, you know, or kissing or something, you know, you don't get to just, like, bend me over. And <laughs> there's Not a t- after a fight, you don't. There's a time and a place for that, but just that wasn't the time or place. So, yeah, I would say if you're if you are struggling with your partner and you're arguing, guys, just... I know that y'all aren't it's not your favorite thing to do all the time, but yeah, try to connect. 
And ladies, if 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 you can, and I, please believe me when I say this, ladies, I'm talking to me and Monica. <laughs> if we can let things go faster, our lives are going to be so much nicer. So we hear you men. We know we hold on to stuff, blah, right. blah, we blah. We do. Okay, but really, if we can let go of it faster, I think long-term we're going to be happier. I think that's good advice for both ends. Yeah. And so that book that I recommended, um, the... Gotta get, get the love, love you want. Yeah. Um, actually, that was one of the things that my partner said is he loves that there's a beginning, a middle, and an end to the conflict very mm. easily and clear cut. So I will post it in the show notes. Yeah, I gotta get better at the end part. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> Even after he said, How did we meet? Let's talk about the fight we're still having. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh god. Anyway, all right. All right. So you're ready to get out of here, Miss Monica? I am so ready. All right, let's go. Okay. Well, so stay sexy and let go of your mad. All right. Go if you're mad. Go if you're mad. <laughs> <laughs>